0: Hello,
1: and welcome back to another episode of What Are You Growing Through? Uh, I have a very special guest with me this episode, one of my best friends, Z, who is also a fellow blogger. She's the creator of Z Essentials, where she shares her own personal journey of growth and healing. She also discusses things like mental health and self-care, and she also provides different resources and support for the black community today we discuss a little bit about seasonal depression and especially under the climate of this pandemic i hope you enjoyed this episode hello
0: hey hey friend hi (laughs) how are you i'm good i'm good i'm glad to be here i'm so excited i'm happy to have you here of course So I guess we'll jump
1: into it, Mm -hmm. Uh, but first, you know, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself, what you have going on.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so I'm Ziara, but everybody calls me Z. Um, I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia, but I moved to Mississippi during my freshman year of high school lived there for about four years. And then once I graduated from high school, I moved to New Orleans, where I attended Xavier University of Louisiana, where I met Kristen, of course. Mm -hmm. And after graduating from Xavier, I then moved to Houston, where I currently reside. And so right now I'm a current grad student. I'm in my last year of getting my master's, very excited to graduate next semester. And that's pretty much it. And so, as far as my blog. So my blog is called Z's Essentials. And it's basically a lifestyle and wellness blog that promotes things such as self-care activities. I talk a lot about having a spiritual relationship with God, dealing with faith-based practices and healing. Um, And I also discuss other wellness topics like mental health awareness. I talk a lot about post-grad depression, how to deal with being in a pandemic, of course, and just a lot of things that's relating to self-reflection and awareness. And so I essentially started this blog back in February of earlier this year because I felt as though I had a testimony to say. And so writing has always just been my form of emotional expression. It's always been my way of self-care or how I can deal with things that are going on in my life. I always reverted to writing. And so with writing, I wrote about how I basically went through something known as post-grad depression. Um, once I graduated from Xavier during the summer of 2018, I, w- I was really just in a dark place because I graduated, which was awesome, but I didn't know what I was going to do next. I mm-hmm. had no clue what my next move was gonna be. And so it just really put me in a dark place to where I just felt as though I was alone. I compared myself a lot to my friends and my classmates because all of them, they had their plans. They were going on to the next thing. And I just felt as though, well, damn, what am I doing? Am I a failure? Like, why why am I just here? What, what is my next move? And so it really took a lot for me to get out of that place and to pull myself together. And so, during that summer, as I was going through that, I just started writing. I wrote pretty much every day in my journal. I was talking to myself through these feelings. I was talking to God a lot and just basically trusting in his plan. And so, by the end of the summer, he led me to my next move, which was continuing with um, my education. So, going to grad school in Texas. And so, By just getting through that, it just showed me that I feel as though I have a testimony to say to others because I made it through that hump and I wanted to share my experience with others in case they were going through the same thing. And it turns out that a lot of people were going through the same thing or that they've had some form or some symptoms of post-grad depression. And so it made me feel good to know that I wasn't necessarily alone in that situation. And it also made me feel good to know that my words could connect with others, and we could connect on a um, on an emotional basis, just go- how we are going through adulthood, being young Black Americans here in America, and just the things that we're going through. And so since then, I've just been talking a lot about different wellness topics, and again, especially about mental health, and which has led me to my most recent post dealing with seasonal depression. Yeah, I feel like you just said
1: uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. But, but I appreciate, definitely, I want to go back and definitely um, acknowledge my appreciation for your sharing of your testimony and sharing of everything that you have experienced because oh, thank you, your testimony and your story... It's needed, like other people, like mm-hmm. you said, like other people need to hear it because we've been through some of the same things that we can definitely mm-hmm. relate um so I definitely um enjoy your blog postings, and I definitely feel like your um your essentials are definitely essential to this, <laughs>
0: thank you to
1: this uh community so yeah had thank to you. had to give my recognition oh appreciate it, girl. <laughs> Um. So you brought it into. Cause I, first of all, I love that you went into detail about post graduation mm-hmm. depression because I feel like we can tie it into this topic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. But the reason, the main reason why I, well, for the purpose of this episode, was the seasonal depression that you wrote your a uh, very detailed post about ways. I guess just about it and just ways mm-hmm. of getting past it. Um, and I'll share a little bit about what I got from it. I, okay. So I didn't even realize that I was possibly experiencing some of these symptoms until mm-hmm. it was brought to my attention. Oh, wow. Because it was a lot of like, I would say, it was we damn near December now, but yep. <laughs> um like, I would say like the beginning of November I was I noticed that it was transitioning to like me not really feeling like doing much Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and me not really feeling motivated and not really being interested in doing things that I love woke up and love to do yeah and it also like my schedule had changed with a different job so it's like that threw me off and I was kind of using it as an excuse like okay I got this going on so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just lay low for a minute
0: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's self-isolation right
1: um so like when you brought this to a different perspective I was like oh shit like this is really a thing mm-hmm. like you know so yeah I just I, that's and I definitely um appreciated the the sharing of some of your essentials I'll let you get into those if you want to if you want to share a oh, few but
0: yes of course um
1: so yeah that was like one of my major it, it was a real eye-opening um mm-hmm. reading and I had to deal with my own um feelings about going into this new season um especially going into this new wave of holiday under oh, the yes right under these um new regulations of the pandemic and not it not looking like we're used to
0: the holidays Mm -hmm. looking you know changing times yes right and so I kind of want to give um a quick definition of seasonal depression in case people who are listening don't exactly know what that is and so seasonal depression is basically like a form of depression that's usually presented during the late autumn and winter months. And it's presumed to be caused by colder temperatures and the lack of sunlight. And so the lack of sunlight is, of course, due to the end of daylight savings time, which happened earlier November. And this causes us to basically have shorter days and longer nights. And so there is actually a clinical name known for seasonal depression, and it's called seasonal affective disorder with the acronym S.A.D. And so essentially, this is, it's pretty much like what people would call it as the winter blues. And so Mm -hmm. it can come with a lot of different symptoms, like you said, where you're feeling like you just don't even want to participate in your usual activities, you're having social withdrawal, anxiety, feeling fatigue, irritable, and pretty much all of these symptoms can start to affect Things in your daily life, such as your sleeping patterns, other emotions, your thinking, your appetite, and just basically your overall, your energy levels. And so I just thought that it was really, really important to talk about seasonal depression because we are in the time of winter months and where December, I think uh, the holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas especially, I believe that these are where depression um, diagnosis of Mm -hmm. depression is the highest. And so I just felt it was super important to talk about that right now. And not to mention, we're still in the middle of a damn pandemic. So that's making things 10 times worse where we're actually um, advised to still stay indoors. So you're still at home. You're not able to really go out like how you want to safely, basically. And so that's definitely, um, I've read that studies have said that uh, diagnosis of seasonal depression will probably increase this year due to us mm-hmm. still being in a pandemic. And so it's just super important to listen to your body and take of your feelings, just like how you um, said you were doing. Like some people, like you said, they may not even know that they're going through this. They just might think, oh, it's just, it's just maybe because I'm, entering into a new job or um, still in school, or I'm dealing with finals, maybe that's why I'm feeling like this. But I think it's important that people really realize what they're going through. Um, If you're feeling like your symptoms are becoming too much, then it's time to make some changes. And so Mm -hmm. some of the essentials or tips that I found that could be useful is um, when you wake up in the morning, if the sun is out, of course, open your blinds. That's something that I do pretty much every day, no matter if it's the winter, the summer, autumn, whatever the season may be. Every morning I open my blinds because I love natural light. So just inviting that light into your home, I feel as though that could instantly change your mood. Um, Mm -hmm. You could try to wake up earlier if you want to enjoy more sunlight during the day since the days are shorter. Um, Of course, drink more water exercise I've been recently doing starting yoga which is actually really hard I did not realize it is yes I did not realize how hard yoga was and so I started doing yoga with um dang I forgot her name I think her name is Ariana Elizabeth she's on YouTube Mm -hmm. and she um she gives some really helpful um sessions some quick sessions too and so I recently been getting into yoga because I feel as though I just need to have my body moving, even if it's just for 30 minutes a day, or even just a couple of days in the week, I need to do something. Um, another essential or tip that I have is to increase your vitamin D intake. So there I listed on my blog um, page that there are some um, vitamin D supplements that you can take. Um, they're pretty inexpensive. You can find them on Amazon. You can go to Kroger, Walmart, find them wherever in the drugstore too. And so increase that vitamin D intake because your body could be deficient in that during these times. And then, of course, participate in any other type of wellness activity, whether that's meditating, journaling, painting, talking to God. And, of course, talk to your therapist. Like I want to say that -hmm. that is probably the most crucial or important thing right now is to go to therapy. Even if you Mm -hmm. find yourself not dealing with any of these symptoms or you feel like life is going okay right now, still talk to a therapist. Like it won't hurt to just talk to them and to make sure that, you know, you're being the best that you can be. And so I always encourage those things.
1: Thank you for sharing. Um, I definitely agree and we'll take them into consideration. Um, I have a question if you could give a piece of advice about the first uh eCentral that you mentioned about opening your Mm blinds. um so my question is what would be your advice for like if it's a gloomy day and you open your blinds? like I know Mm -hmm. um I know for me it used to be I used to not be able to really I don't gonna say not function but it was hard for me to like be as good of a mood as I was when it's a sunny day. Mm-hmm. So, how if you have any advice for that, like what, what would it be?
0: Um, I would say still open your blinds. And what I usually do, actually, I did this this morning because it's a gloomy day right now. I'm here at home, and I made myself my favorite cup of coffee and just sat down and just drank my coffee with the blinds open, even though it's a gloomy day. So, I would encourage people to. Find a favorite thing that you would like to do in the morning, whether that's listening to your favorite song, listening to your favorite podcast, or making your favorite beverage or something like that to help you get into a better mood. I'm not really a fan of movie days either, but, you know, we got to start the mornings off, right, if we're trying to, especially if we're trying to be productive during the day. Mm, talk about
1: mm. it. <laughs> um, well,
0: thank you for that.
1: Um, what else did I want to cover with you? So I know towards the end, let's, let's go more on the positive side. All right. Towards the end, I remember you uh, mentioning the um, perspective, or the perspective change of you sewing, sewing in this season, or the importance of sewing.
0: hmm
1: If you want to talk a little bit about that.
0: Yes, of course. And so... What I've been learning since I've started blogging is that anything that I'm going through, whether it is the pandemic, whether it's dealing with things with school, in my personal life, or just anything of that nature, I always try to turn it around to an optimistic view. I always try to see, okay, what lesson or what essentials can I gain from this event? And so dealing because I've even I'll admit I've even experienced some symptoms of seasonal depression I've been very fatigued and irritable lately so where I've just really had to get myself out of that dump and so I've also came to the conclusion that you know this season with us being stuck in the house with us dealing with this gloomy weather and things like that and I just thought to myself well maybe this is pretty much like my waiting season maybe this is my season Mm -hmm. of actually sitting down and waiting for God to show me the next move or just Mm -hmm. being present. And so with me graduating next semester, I'm now in the process of trying to figure out my next move, what I'm doing after graduation, whether that is continuing with school or working or whatever the case may be. And so I've just been basically preparing myself for that opportunity, even though I don't know what that opportunity will be right now. I've still been preparing myself for whatever may come and so before um, November even occurred before daylight savings even happened I had just finished um, pursuing this opportunity basically that I could have when I graduate and so now I'm pretty much just waiting on the answer to know if I'm going to have that opportunity or not so as I'm being patient and waiting I've just realized okay this is my season to just wait and just to listen to God. And so that's just what I've been doing lately. I haven't been forcing anything. I haven't been forcing myself to get the answers quicker or sooner, because I realized like, we're, we're not on our time, like we're on God's time. Mm -hmm. So we just have to know Mm -hmm. how to be patient and to wait on him. And so I just tried to look at that type of perspective with going through um these, this gloomy weather this gloomy season it's just to know like you know you may have some seasons where you're gonna have to just sit and wait and you're going to have some seasons where it's going to be fruitful where you're going to be doing a lot and so i just believe that my next season will be my fruitful season i believe that that will be my mm-hmm. harvest i believe that next the next season that i'm going into will bring me so many new opportunities to where right now i need to rest and i need to prepare for that And so that's just the perspective that I've taken from seasonal depression and just still us being in a pandemic. And so I just want to encourage everyone to just look at things in a different perspective if you can, more so in an optimistic perspective. Yes, I love
1: it. (laughs) I love it. But to, to reiterate on what you uh, said about the waiting period, mm-hmm. I definitely um, definitely can relate on many different levels uh, from the different perspective of me already graduating mm-hmm. and not really doing what I pictured doing after graduation because of the climate that we're in is like, um, Something I had to gradually accept mm-hmm. and get over because even though I'm not doing what I envision doing, obviously I'm doing what God needs me to do right now. Period. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I had to learn to like be okay with that. Um, and it's a I'm not gonna lie, it's a daily struggle. Oh yes, like,
0: yes. I you know, all mm-hmm. right. I feel like, like I've been through situations like that too to where I thought okay I'm supposed to be in this position right now but why am I still in this chapter exactly. I'm supposed to be doing something else but wait why am I still on this level and it's like you just have to accept like God does things for a reason like he moves mm-hmm. you in the way that he needs to move you he already knows the plan that he has for you and so oh. yes it, it is super hard to just sit and to just wait. And I will say like, I've low key been struggling with that lately too, of knowing when to just sit down and wait and just having faith in God. And I confuse um, sometimes like, okay, having faith in God, but does having faith in God, does that mean like I need to be sitting right here or does that mean like, I still need to be doing the work. And so I I just, I'm really, not really struggling, but I've just been trying to balance that lately.
1: So it's, Cause it's, it's like the question of doing the work, and then what is the work that we yeah, should be that doing? that part.
0: Doing. <laughs> <laughs> that part because it's like I don't want to force anything, but at the same time, right. I'm the type to where I like I like to be moving. Like I'm I'm a very organized and prepared person, so it's like I like to prepare for the next opportunity or what's up, um coming soon. And it's like, ooh. That gets my anxiety up when <laughs> I don't know what the next opportunity is or I don't know how mm-hmm. to prepare for that. And so right. of course that's been something I've been talking with my therapist with. And she's been helping me. Come on, yes, of course. So she's been helping me just dealing with that and just dealing, um, especially knowing like handling things that are in your control and things that are out of your control. That's definitely been big lately for me.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Um So backtracking a little bit, I want to talk about your experience um, with Thanksgiving, (laughs) like during the pandemic. Like,
0: how was that different for you? How you feel about it? Oh, this Thanksgiving was by far the weirdest Thanksgiving that I've ever experienced. It's just Mm -hmm. like my family, we're usually like, we're a super close-knit family. So we often... It's usually just the five of us every year for the holidays, for Thanksgiving. But I don't know. This one was still weird, even with just us. Like, it was just a weird time. But I am glad that we were all together, though. Even at the end of the day, like, I realized, like, okay, yeah, today today was weird. I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of forced myself to say, okay, Z, what are we grateful for? Like, I'm grateful Mm -hmm. that none of us um had COVID I'm grateful that we're all that we also have our good health grateful that we were even able to be with each other because my my family they don't live in Texas so of course I had to travel to them and I was a little bit worried about that just with traveling and I didn't want to infect anybody or anything like that but so far we've been good and so I've just been thanking God for that but yeah this Thanksgiving was definitely one for the books, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready for this. I just <laughs> know by this time next year, things better be different. We better be out of this damn pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I could.
1: I don't know if I would say it was weird, mm-hmm. but by far different yes. for me. Um, because we usually do um Thanksgiving at my house, and it's a like we have a large family. Mm-hmm. So it's at least like thirty or plus people at our house for Thanksgiving. And that was a no go this year, obviously. <laughs> um, so the whole change of scenery. So my mom and my grandmother came up here to Maryland mm-hmm. to me. And of course that that mini anxiety of them traveling, especially my grandmother yeah. under this climate, that was that. Um but it all worked out, um, it was just different, mm-hmm. you know, like just us three being in a whole other state. Not even like you know, like it was just I it was a lot to process. Yeah. but I was also grateful that I was able to be around them, right? Um, because I couldn't imagine if I would have to be here by myself, mm-hmm. how that would have went. Um, but of course, I I feel like I would have, you know, I would have had to pull myself out of that um wanting to be in my feelings mm-hmm. about it I guess still like still processing it but at the same time taking care of myself right. um and making sure my mental is right. good. yeah in this state um but yeah to say the least it was definitely different um I was able to see some of my family via zoom okay good which obviously is the good name the the uh the thing the highlight of the hottest thing out
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah it was just you know it was just bittersweet yeah and I look you want to uh talk about how you just said how you um if you did have to spend Thanksgiving alone how you would have basically had to get yourself out of that funk and that's definitely something that I can relate to on a personal level um So I I pretty much like where I stay in Texas, um, of course, I have a roommate, but, you know, I don't really go out like talking about nothing like that. I just like to do my schoolwork, do my research, and that's about it. And so a lot of times I will find myself when I need that human interaction, but I can't really Mm -hmm. have it at the moment. I kind of like make myself get into a funk and where I just like, you know, I'm just going to stay in the bed. I'm not going to do anything. And I think it's just important to know or acknowledge when you do have those feelings and knowing mm-hmm. what you can do to get yourself out of that funk. And so usually what I would do right. if I found myself starting to feel like, you know what? No, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to nobody. None of that. I just try to use one of my essentials like meditating or listening to my favorite music or maybe watching my fave show or I even literally force myself to get up put on clothes and just go outside even if I just need to go sit in my car get some fresh air I know that that's what I need to do to get myself out of that funk so I think it's um just important to note that so when you see yourself starting to get into that dark place you know you should have some methods on hand that you can utilize to get yourself out of the it yeah, is definitely
1: important and i i agree 100%. Mm-hmm. um i feel like a, another important thing is not making yourself wrong for feeling yes. how you feel.
0: yes 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 because
1: like the two examples we just gave like we are both in our in a different state separate from our mm-hmm. family alone so it's like it's okay for us to feel alone. Sometimes. yes <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know it's like it's okay to to feel that way and process those feelings however you need to process exactly them. I think a big thing uh, with with us is as soon as we are not feeling like ourselves, we make ourselves wrong mm-hmm. for it. Yep. Which is causes more problems. And, you know, it's like a ripple effect of um, us just digging ourselves deeper you in know, the hole, you not know? Not
0: hoping at all. And that was actually one of the um, main key points that I made in my very first blog post where I talked about my post grad depression. And I just encourage people that, you know, it's okay to not be okay. You know, you don't right. always have to be positive 24-7. You don't always have to look at the optimistic side of things. You don't always have to, like, what I want to encourage folks is like, you know, your best can be different every day. Like, you, if mm-hmm. if you're productive one day and you find yourself not really being as productive the next day, you know, that's okay, like. Things change all the time. Every day is a different day. Every day is a new day. And, you know, it's just important to note, like, even when you're having negative feelings, you know, document them. See what what is your environment that you're in when you're feeling these negative feelings. And definitely mm-hmm. meditating has helped me with that whenever I can start feeling myself going into, like, a negative vibe. Um, for some reason, usually at night, I always feel myself going to, like, Negative or a dark cloud sometimes, and so what Mm -hmm. I've been implementing a lot lately is I would usually meditate right before I go to bed, and it just instantly changes my mood, it makes all of those negative feelings go away. And so, um, so yeah, that's that's really important to just note like, you know, it's okay if you're feeling down today, it's okay if you're not feeling your best, but I think it's also, um important to say like you know don't but don't keep yourself in that funk though like it's right. okay to be in it for the beginning but you know we got to pick ourselves up move on to the next thing we still have things that we need to do and so just don't stay in that funk is what i want to encourage folks
1: right definitely self-love and oh self-care. yes girl you know i love me some self-care
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. i do not care with your What's your favorite? Mm, my favorite
1: number one. Taking a nap. Yeah,
0: yes. Yes. I am literally the nap queen. Like a couple, a couple years ago, my mom even got me for Christmas a uh, a sweater with the words "nap queen" on it. Because that is that's literally me. Like I, I don't, I don't care what I'm doing. If I'm not feel, if I'm not feeling it, I will take a nap. If I feel like you know what, mm-hmm. I don't really want to be productive right now. Let me take a nap or even if I am, um, having a productive day, I will reward myself later with a nap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I love it. Nothing wrong with that. I love it. What's
0: your favorite, um, self-care activity?
1: Um, I would, it it would, like, on a simple note, it would either be taking a nap or Mm. blasting music, like, my favorite playlist, or making a playlist, anything to do with music, to be honest, like, one of my other favorite forms of self-care is meditating or relaxing while burning candles. Courtesy of Scented Kindly, we have created a discount code for my listeners, which is GROWTH15, that's G-R-O-W-T-H-1-5. Please go and treat yourself because you deserve it. Um okay well I
0: think that's all I have I don't know if you have anything else for me not really girl I really appreciated you for having me on here this was so exciting I think this is actually my very first podcast so thank you for picking up (laughs) your (laughs) feet no
1: problem thanks for being open and honest and um authentic of
0: course of course we're all going through similar situations Twenty twenty has definitely been hell, but yes. I still don't think that we should write off twenty twenty. Honestly, like this year has been know. like the biggest growth and self reflection mm-hmm. that I have ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever had. And even though twenty twenty was a lot, I'm still thankful for it. And but most of all I'm looking forward to twenty twenty one because <laughs> twenty twenty <laughs> she can go. Everybody is, girl.
1: I don't think we've ever been more ready for New Year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. January 1st. Let's
1: go. So, my last question What are you currently growing through?
0: So, right now, I'm currently growing through some, I would say, some family situations. I'm currently growing through that. And again, some self-reflection and awareness I'm currently growing through. Um, so one of my most recent blog posts, I talked about healing from generational trauma where I basically talked about, didn't really go into vivid details because of course that's my business, but I discussed mm-hmm. how uh, my family and I were basically are basically going through some trying times and we've just come to a point where we realized that Things that the generations before us and our family have done, we've just realized that it's no longer suitable for our generation and for future generations of our family. Mm. And so Mm. that has definitely been a tough situation that I've been going through lately, but it has definitely brought me closer to myself. It's brought my family. We've become closer. Um, Again, we were already pretty tight knit before this happened, but we've grown even closer now and just knowing or learning how to heal even in your own way and so I would say that's definitely been a huge highlight of 2020 is me going through this healing process I realized old habits that have occurred in my family I no longer like they're no longer suitable for me I know how I want to do things differently with my future relationships whether that's with my husband my kids my grandkids all of that good stuff and this situation has actually caused me to start going to therapy and i know like i talked about that a lot throughout my blog post is mental health and the importance of going to a therapist but i've just never really been a fan of going to therapy because again i like to revert to writing of a way of how to express my feelings and so By going to therapy recently, it's just allowed me to see myself in a different light. Um, I've definitely been seeing my growth throughout the sessions, and even my therapist has commented on that, and she's even noted and said, you know, you're, you're definitely very much different than before our first session. And that's something that I've just definitely been proud of myself, because I've just been seeing how this year has shaped me, how different situations have molded me. And then ultimately, it's just forming me into the woman that I've always dreamt to be into my future Mm. self. And Mm. so definitely just going through trauma, you know, I've just been encouraging people, you know, even though your trauma is definitely not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal from it. And that's definitely one of the main things of why, like, my family is going through our current situation is because they didn't heal from their past trauma. They didn't heal from situations or they didn't talk about it or they didn't go to therapy, you know? And so I think that's pretty big of our generation too. Like I've noticed that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to therapy, we're figuring out how we can heal from things of our past, how we can change our future. And that's one thing that I've definitely loved about our generation. Like we're, we're just not putting up, with shit that we don't need to put up with anymore. And so definitely that's been like the biggest highlight of my year and just something that I've been growing through. And so I've just been encouraging others, you know, it's okay if you're going through things, but you know, we have to find ways of how to heal, how to move forward and how to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. hmm yeah. yeah. Thank of you, you
1: for sharing. I like to be open. <laughs> I just, I just want to say oh, I'm so proud you, of you. <laughs> For many, many different reasons, but I won't I won't get into all that <laughs> Um so let everybody know where they can reach you or find yes, you. Yes, so
0: I'm definitely on Instagram. You can follow my blog Instagram page, which is The Essentials, um, the at and then X-I E S S E N T I A L S. Um, you can also go to my website, the same name, Um, I'm always open to if anybody wants to reach out, wants to talk about things that they're going through, um, you need help with finding your wellness activities or self-care practices, I'm definitely here to help. All right, girl.
1: Thank you again
0: for Thank being here. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. We definitely have to do this again sometime.
1: Definitely. Today's Black Shadow of the Week goes to Imani, who is a fellow podcaster. She is the creator of the Oasis 13. I will provide all of her information in my description. Please go and support what she has going on. In closing, we are growing, we are glowing, we are thriving, we are striving. Until next time, my friends. <laughs>